Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sunday's The Unexplainable Guide to Absolutely Nothing. This week we're at episode 72. Are we really? Yeah, and we're talking dinos this week. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Love dinosaurs. Yeah, stick around if you want any more. Hello. How how are you doing? How am I doing? Yes, I'm not doing too bad. Thank you very much. I was actually talking to the audience. How are you? Okay, the audience. How are they doing? Well, we won't know, will will we? Because they never tell us. So... But how are you doing? How am I doing? Um, Same I'm, as your previous answer? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. I'm a year older than I was last time I'd done a podcast. Um, oh, yes, I'm now 54 because it was my birthday. Very, very lovely birthday it was at that. Yeah, you had a nice one? I had a nice one. I had lo- lots of lovely gifts. And uh, yes, yes, I'm looking forward to playing with the toys and, and going out on my kayak and... All the rest of it. You got a little keyboard as well, didn't you? I did get a lot. I got a lovely gift from you. So I bet you wrote a really nice song for this week's podcast with your lovely new keyboard. Uh, no, no, I didn't. No, no, I haven't yet. No, because it's been a bit of a busy week. We're still, um, I'm still not a granddad yet. You're still not an uncle yet. Um, Wasn't it quite literally last Sunday we were sitting there and Mum almost disappeared off. We thought, yeah, we thought it was going to happen. There's been a few little things happening which we thought, oh, here we go then. Uh, but unfortunately, and bless her, Annie, uh, he's going through it a bit at the moment. But hopefully, by the time we do our next podcast, there will be a, a, an addition to our family, to the family of father and son. So that's something to look forward to. Father so it's been and a bit son and grandson and grandson. So it's been a bit, um, a bit of a weird week because we've been pretty much waiting for that call and each day talking and, and all the rest talking, of it. So talking, 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 talking. Yes, but things like that don't stop us putting together a podcast of the quality that we normally put together. It does it. No, does because it, it doesn't it not, take doesn't. much effort to do a podcast of the quality of our normal. Amount, it doesn't does it? really, does it? So. <laughs> This week, we were talking about, and we have talked about dinosaurs briefly in other episodes, um, various different reasons to talk about them, but it's a subject... Should we just be honest? What? We went to go see Jurassic World Dominion. We did go and see Jurassic... (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, well, that was a Father's Day present as well, wasn't it? Was, it? So, yeah. Yeah, we went to see that uh, last week um, and it was great fun. Not, Yeah, so yeah, not last week, but the week before, really. Oh, what, whenever we went to see it. Um, it was before your birthday. It was before my birthday. Think, did we mention it in the last episode? I don't even know if we did or not. But I we, can't we would have seen it in that last episode. Would we really have? Yeah, we would have seen it, but we were already doing weather, so we decided to do dinosaurs this week. Ah, right, okay. Anyway, um, uh, I would thoroughly endorse that film. It was good fun. Again, we've talked I've about this before. I've just kind of thought to myself, I've just described the last episode as weather. And if someone says to you, Oh, I've got a podcast about the weather. Barely anyone's going to listen to that, are they? Well, maybe not. There's lots of people It was a very good episode. It, I enjoyed it. Well, when it I say a very good episode, I enjoyed it. All right. <laughs> well, that's all that counts. Um, no, it was about extreme weather, wasn't it? Yeah. So that we, we had a bit of fun talking about some of the things and some so of our experiences. you saw it and thought, that sounds boring. I won't listen to that one. That no, was all right. Go back and listen to it. because It was, it was okay. I would say it was pretty good. Because if, cause if you're coming along for loads of in-depth stuff about dinosaurs you ain't gonna get it you're not gonna get it here either (laughs) and i'll tell you what right just sums this up now i've turned 54 we were just having a discussion before we uh came on air um and said in what what you know what i mean started the podcast do you want me to press the button press the button we're on air and anyway light up thing light up thing (laughs) says we're on air um I couldn't even remember. I think there was a song last week about the weather. I can't even remember it. So this is a bit of a worry for me. I'm really going to have to <laughs> try and concentrate and up my game. Um, but dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Inspired. We very... love dinosaurs anyway, but we're inspired by the uh, Jurassic uh, World film, which was great fun, like I say. And since then, you've been doing some research as well, haven't you? You've been watching Jurassic Park. I've I've went back and I've started watching. Well, first of all, I went back and started watching uh, Jurassic World, the first one of the second trilogy, because we'd already watched Fallen Kingdom before we went to see that film the other week, and then I started watching the older films. So I watched Jurassic Park. I uh, started watching Jurassic Park. The Lost World, I think it's called. Yeah. I'm listening to the audio version uh, of Jurassic Park, which is very different to the film. Um, so, yes, I have done a fair bit of, of research. So I've, I've got I'm quite dedicated. I've got a few video games that involve dinosaurs, such as Ark, Survival Evolved. Uh, there's also Jurassic World Evolution and Jurassic World Evolution 2. And I thought about playing those. And then Jurassic World Evolution... Evolution and Evolution 2 were both both made by Frontier. So I thought, oh, I'll play one of those games. Um, But instead I played Planet Zoo, which is also made by Frontier, but it doesn't involve dinosaurs. No. So so all that effort I've put in, all the hours I've put in to... However, you're saying that all those hours, I've put in a lot of hours to playing those video games in the past. Okay, so this should be good then. Well, should be relatively okay. Okay. I can name a number of dinosaurs. Good. Well, we'll come to that. <laughs> so, why is there a fascination with dinosaurs? Why do you think, um, as kids uh, and adults, but as kids especially, this? I think the the big thing with it all is one is kids. It's big and scary. It's like wow. It's almost like the dragons. Yeah, there's something really cool but about they it. Definitely did exist. We know yeah. they existed. So, I think it's also something to do with the fact that. 
the, your point being is they did exist and it yeah. seems unfathomable that there's these huge beasts nice word thank you huge beasts that wandered the earth yeah long before we were around and a lot longer than we we've been around See, as that, well that sorry I'll, you can carry on but that blew my mind because I, I don't know whether I'm stupid or what but you know I wouldn't I, say stupid I, just ignorant right okay ignorant but I I've always been fascinated with dinosaurs but it wasn't until I particularly looked at this and started looking at some facts to do with it that I realised that they were around for about 165 million years. But this is also the thing, is there was no one dinosaur necessarily that was around for that long. No. And that's what changes it up a bit, because <clears throat> if you yeah, think no, about... Also, I've just thought of another thing that makes me an expert on dinosaurs, and it's the film Dinosaur, the Disney film. Um, oh, you do like a Disney yeah, film? Yeah, it was a one, a big fan... I was a big fan of that one as a kid. Um, but, like... For example, it's like saying that humans have been around for this long um, and and considering, I don't know, but like, it, for example, if there was an evolution in the future that meant that humans were closer looking like orangutans and stuff like that. Like, or for example, even just orangutans being the dominant species in the future. That'd be and wild. then be the, And then the orangutans go in, oh, yeah, because as apes apes have been around for this long yeah or like a future species looking at apes and going they've been around for this yeah, long but i just i don't know whether you know as you say it's ignorance probably you're probably right but i just assumed that the dinosaurs were around for a, a few years and then got wiped out now when we started looking at extinction i realized that there was these periods where uh, over there was a number of it these take a long time to get that big but a hundred, yeah, and I do realise, like you say, that you have very different periods within those 165 million years. But Jurassic, 160, Cretaceous, Cretaceous, Triassic, yeah, um, some more of them, yeah, Plurpsic, pl- 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 165 million years is Buffering. just, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what happened there, but yeah, it's just. It's mad. It's I absolutely find, but mad. But at the same time... So what? Like same, we we consider time. ourselves to be... All right, okay, we're the current... Um, dominant species. Dominant species. But that really puts... For me, it kind of highlights how insignificant we are. All right, we're, we like to think ourselves as more sophisticated race than perhaps... You know, well, was this this was my point is we've been around a lot less time, mm. but look at us. We're recording an audio based thing using technology in a house. As a, I don't remember the dinosaurs making podcasts. No, because th- to be honest with you, um, they're either like too big, and you know they wouldn't have, get any headphones on them or anything like that. Yeah. Or they've got little arms. So they couldn't really reach the buttons to press anything. Yes, that's so why they didn't get just, on the keyboards. It, it was impractical until uh, until human beings come along and we evolved into these, you know, able to sort of had thumbs and stuff. Yeah, yeah and things like that. But <laughs> and the fact that it was sixty five million years ago, roughly, that they were around. Now that seems see all these sort of figures when you start banding about these figures, it's just in my mind it just completely 
blows it. It just, I cannot comprehend 65 million years ago and I cannot comprehend 165 Where million years. Where are our common ancestors? Because they had arms, legs, head, yeah, yep. which is a trait of like mammals yes. as well and birds yeah, and even fish to an extent. They've got heads and they've got, got things. legs, haven't they? No, but that you can see how the fish became the land animals by evolving. Although there are some things that went back into the sea again. There is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they evolved again. But... Otters. No, this isn't the Otters podcast. No, but I'm just saying otters. Did they come out and then go back in? Sea otters. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. But like these, all these animals have like heads arms and legs makes makes me think that we've got a common ancestor which is true we would have a common ancestor but i want to know how far back i would need to go do i directly descend from dinosaurs or did something span off and then the dinosaurs went one direction and then um like the band and uh animal other animals went another direction and because how are they so similar to birds but birds are still quite similar to people yeah, sense. but surely uh, our closest relatives in the animal kingdom are apes. Yeah. So not dinosaurs. No, I'm not saying dinosaurs are our closest relative in the animal kingdom. Well, that's what you said. You <laughs> no, scared, I didn't. You? No, I said common ancestors. I mean, how far back would I have to go to say that my ancestry was dinosaurs? Or uh, 65 million yeah, years. Yeah, but my point being is, where does it branch off? Am I related to a T-Rex or did it branch off earlier than that? I don't I don't understand what you're talking about. You're, you're, if you're saying... Where, where, at what where, point, where, at what point yes. did the pathway for, fu- for humans branch off from that of a T-Rex or did a T-Rex, did a T-Rex then eventually become a human? I don't feel like you understand my question. I think you're getting angry, and at this stage I'm going to get out a a present I got for my birthday, which is a picture of two lovely little otters. Uh, Funny, we should mention otters a little while ago. Lovely little otters. I feel like you purposely mentioned otters. I didn't. So every time you get a little bit... like strung out or a little bit like agitated with me, I want you to just have a little look at those otters. Look Look at a picture of an otter. Are you feeling calm? Look at them. With their little Not armpit pockets. you keep... With their little stones <laughs> in their armpit pockets that I found out about yesterday. But there you go. So just keep in you mind. found out about case. it. I we, didn't know we that. told you about it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know. Well, I didn't believe you. Yeah, but, but but you saying found out about it makes it sound like it was a fact that you found out. Well, it was. After I'd been told about it, After I went and found it out. By me and Becky standing at the shoulders of giants anyway sorry to interrupt but I felt you were getting a little bit sort of agitated right yes well I don't know I don't know if you're directly descended from a uh, a T-Rex um, or a Triceratops you got a bit of a funny walk it's it could possibly be be that but some sort of bearded dragon um, nice no, not, yeah and also you, I didn't realise yeah. because I'd, I'd uh, there was a, something else. Uh, T-Rex David, walk on two David legs. Attenborough. What? T-Rexes walk on two legs. They do. Uh, there was a David Attenborough documentary recently as well, and I watched that. Uh, so it's not all Hollywood. You know, I do go to some proper proper people to get my information. 
And there was some debate about... I go to Richard Attenborough. Do you? Yeah. Funny you should say that. Um, now, they were talking about the fact that there was... Uh, recently, until recently, I think there was no actual within a thousand years of when the asteroid, which I believed wiped out all um, dinosaurs, you know, in my simplistic way, um, within a thousand years of that event, there was no fossils of dinosaurs found or evidence found that they that caused the death of the dinosaurs or that wiped out the dinosaurs. Now, I know the events that preceded it and you know whatever with the asteroid hitting would have made a huge difference everything would have changed afterwards atmosphere would have changed the surroundings would have changed um but it was interesting to see that that wasn't necessarily just it no there was a series of different things well, there was uh, a mass extinction of some kind because there's been fossilized uh there's been fossilized things of like animals having fights for example like two dinosaurs having a fight hmm. found in a fossil now it's going to be difficult to get a fossil of something like that unless they die exactly the same time yeah that's a bit weird isn't it it's like the Pompeii yeah like the Pompeii like, like Pompeii, Pompeii. Yeah. yeah but the people of Pompeii yeah got caught out frozen in their actions yeah some of them thought my last moments I'll do something interesting Yes, yes, I understand. That's true. <laughs> yes, um, that that's bizarre, though, isn't it? That for something to happen that quickly, but that's like an example of a mass extinction. That, yeah, but I can't work out Pompeii. I know this is slightly different from dinosaurs as well. Uh, perhaps this is an episode in in the future, but I can't work out how they were instantly. Um, for want of a better word, mummified in these different positions and, and these different things were preserved like that. I mean, I know the volcano Do you think it was an inside job? I just don't get how it... I don't understand the science of how it actually uh, happened. Or was it that... No, no. How? How do these people become petrified like they were? It's like someone just clicked their fingers, which we know I can't do, but clicked their fingers. Did a pretty good job. That and time. they, uh, and that, and that happened, you know, and it was all, it was all over for them. Anyway, we'll go back to that. We'll go back to that. Um, after the asteroid hit, apparently there was ten years of semi darkness. Big Bit clouds. Like my emo face, huh? Big clouds. Big clouds everywhere. And when I say emo, obviously that was making me sound like I'm a lot younger than I am. Goth stage. Um, yeah, big clouds. But then again, that's what um, when that when that hit, there was all sorts of things that happened. So there were some animals that would have survived the the initial impact because they were on the other side of the earth. But then the tides, uh, the poisonous gas, you know, from things being destroyed, the just just the seismic event of it you know it's just just everything about it sort of bits That's and pieces mammals some mammals stood more chance of surviving actually birds as well i believe there was and sea creatures sea creatures because obviously or water-based creatures not necessarily just because crocodilian kind of type animals That's a survived. good name, isn't it? That's a good word crocodilian their species type isn't I know it? it is yeah but it sounds good doesn't it yeah so is it um, genus which one does which way does it go does it go Species, genus, whatever. 
I can't remember which order that goes in. But then, <laughs> but there's been a lot of misinformation. I mean, you you know when you look back at um, when you look back at it, that's why the things like dragons become because because people would unearth these skeletons. You talked about two dinosaurs fighting. They'd unearth the skeleton and they'd think it was one creature when in fact it was a mixture of bones. So they they you know that this is where things like dragons you know potentially come from or where they've discovered stuff that they can't you know it doesn't it is a number of different uh animals making one skeleton which makes this creature that never existed you know or was there dragons or was there dragons yeah but what this is what i mean Do you and know the difference all, between a wyvern and the dragon no you you mentioned this in the um in the cryptozoology uh, episode, what, what is the difference between... I believe a wyvern has its wings attached to its front legs, whereas a dragon has a separate set of wings. Oh, right, okay. And where, where does that come from? What, is it just through legend or is it specifically... No, they were alive. Oh, they were alive, okay. I don't know. <laughs> but scientists thought they were cold-blooded as well. They thought um, dinosaurs were cold-blooded and obviously... Lizard men. Yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah, and it and it's obvious that that isn't. I mean, not all, but it was obvious that isn't the case. They were warm blooded creatures. They wouldn't have been able to survive uh, in in the in the conditions that they were in if they were cold blooded. Right then, Dad, now it's back for a turn of the two-minute debate, the wow. time where we have two minutes to debate something, and then it stops after that point. Yeah? You ready to hear the debate? Okay, go for it. Tell yep. me what you want me to talk about. So, energy bills are going through the roof. So, a new policy has been proposed to make everyone be genetically modified so their elbows glow in the dark and can be used for li- as a light source. You're for, I'm against. I mean, yeah, look, why stop at elbows? Why stop at elbows? Why do just that? I mean, you could light up a whole house if you had your toes, your fingers, any protruding body parts. Uh, you could have lit up or uh, some sort of how, how like internal sort of mechanism. Is it not uh, inhumane to make everyone into a light source, though? Is it not inhumane to go against people's wishes and genetically modify them so that they can light up a room where they need to instead of turning on a light bulb? No, it isn't. No, so and I'll tell you why it isn't, right? Because I've had enough of this. I've had enough of people. You can't have it both ways. You can't sit there and start moaning about how much you have to pay out for your electricity, for your gas, for your water, and then come back and when someone says to you, okay, we'll sort it out, you can just light up. And you say, oh, I don't have that. That's against my civil liberties. You can't have it both ways. This is the sort of society we live in now. It really, really irritates me. And who wouldn't want to sit in a room and do some sort of Jean-Michel Jarre light show. You don't know the long-term effects of this. It could be, could be devastating. And also, have what, you not considered the fact that when you want to go to bed and you're trying to lay there asleep and your room's lit up? I've got, a, I've got an idea for you. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. If you close your eyes, there's not a problem, is there? 
some light gets through when you close your eyes. Okay, wear a face mask. So you're putting you're putting things against it which really don't have any sort of valid reason whatsoever. I cannot see any. Well, think about swimming. Think about the divers that go deep down diving. They won't have to have torches anymore. They could just click their fingers, light up. What for their wetsuit? Well, they'd have special transparent wetsuits, wouldn't they? Oh, well, that's got to have other problems. You're still throwing things in my way. Well, that's the exact point of a two-minute debate. You done? You didn't want the full two minutes, no? Oh, I thought that was. Okay, so we talked a bit about dinosaurs. Just they're they're nodding at each other. For I a don't bit. know. I, just, I find it. I <laughs> just, I've just literally to told you because I don't wear my glasses with my headphones because it's difficult to wear with my headphones. I can't always see what you're doing. Just nod. You go. You go. Yeah, you just, just nodded, nodded back at, at me. Other, right? All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Look. So. When I was a kid, dinosaurs, I, <clears throat> I just, there were certain ones yeah, that I knew of. All right, we've talked about Brontosaurus because that's one that Did I... Did we talk about Brontosaurus? We've, we've talked about Brontosauruses before because there's no such thing as Brontosaurus anymore because it's now a Brachiosaurus because they, they decided something different about it. But when I was a kid, that was one of the main ones. Then there was Triceratops, there was a T-Rex... And a Stegosaurus, right? That was it. That was the full collection. Uh, you no, collect them but, all like Pokemon. Yeah, but the fact is, you didn't know about loads more. Unless you were actually a scientist or um, another scientist, because I can't think what else I wanted to say there. Paleontologist. A paleontologist, that's the one. There was not particularly a reason for you to know all of the other dinosaurs. Now, I know now kids do know a lot more dinosaurs. Know a lot more dinosaurs. I would say it's it's difficult for <coughs> one person, unless that's something you're really into, to know all of the dinosaurs. Yeah, but because uh, there are there are that a we huge know of. of. But um, at that point, and I say it might be my ignorance, but at that point, that seemed to be all the films, like you'd see old films. There was nothing like Jurassic Park when I was a kid, obviously. And there'd all be this stop motion stuff. And they'd stick um, bits to lizards and stuff, and have them fighting in uh, in and in these black and white pics and that. And that was supposed to be it. And whenever you saw something that was, and quite often they'd have dinosaurs and man living at the same time, or cavemen and and dinosaurs living at the same time. There didn't seem there seemed to be this um, thing about. The way you know, the, and and to be honest, it was a there's a was a lot of people that thought that they were alive at the same time, and I don't know whether the films come first and then people started believing it or people believed it, made the films, whatever. But obviously, you know, they are many many years apart when when dinosaurs were roaming the earth. Yeah, at when, least ten. Hey, eh? at least ten years apart, weren't they? Well, a lot more than that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just exaggerating. So, and but you know, well, it is at least ten, though, isn't it? Well, it is at least ten, but yeah, it's going to be go a then. lot more than that. Thank now. you. But then you get to, and it was quite significant when the first Jurassic Park film came out. It was unbelievable because the technology that the advancement in filmmaking and special effects were that that was the first of its type, and it was it. it I was gobsmacked. We went to see it at the pictures. I was absolutely gobsmacked. But it was the first time I'd ever ever heard of a Velociraptor. Now, if you ask a kid now, it used to be T-Rex. If you said 
name me a dinosaur, people would say T-Rex. But if you ask people now, I would imagine Velociraptor is one of the first things people come to. Even when you look back on the first Jurassic Park film, though, there wasn't that many introductions, apart from maybe a Velociraptor, of, I'm going to put it into quotations, new dinosaurs, in the sense that it was still your basic, there was Triceratops in there, there was Brachiosaurus in there, there was um, a Tyrannosaurus Rex in there. Um, I don't know if you were much aware of a Dilophosaur at that point, but there's a Dilophosaur in there. But there wasn't that many branching off. I think since that first film, you've seen a lot more introduction of, well, of I guess different dinosaurs. For, for various reasons, they've had to reinvent it. And they've done I mean, a number even of to a certain extent as well, having the, the cost of having that many different dinosaurs in just one film, especially in that era, it's a lot easier nowadays. We saw it with Dominion. There was a lot of dinosaurs that you'd never come across before in Dominion, wasn't there? There was, and dinosaurs that wouldn't have been around at the same time as each other. So no, the whole point of the uh, these films is that they throw in uh, animals and people that would never have been together, but also they'll throw dinosaurs in that wouldn't have been around at the same time, so wouldn't have been. But they're yeah. not real dinosaurs anyway. But, yeah, anyway, but, but it's weird as well. And it shows you how you can go down a route. Now, if I asked you again, what does a Velociraptor look like? Now, the ones depicted when they when the book was written by Michael Crichton and then went on to obviously be this hugely successful franchise with the films, the actual dinosaur that they were looking at, when you see a Velociraptor in those films, it's actually a, a Dino Nietzsche's which is a, a, a specific type of dinosaur. But they didn't, that's what they modelled it on. But that didn't sound right. If they were going to, mer- the merchandise and everything else, it was much better for them to have a Velociraptor. So they had the name of one dinosaur and the actual look of another dinosaur. And yet now, I, I imagine most people think, I mean, they are distant cousins within that sort of genus, but. That's what people think. That's you can see how. I don't think it's like misinformation because I don't think it was deliberately done. It was done because that's what the way that the film needed to be. It was a film. Cinema. But loads of people will now think that's the one it is. It's also interesting as well about the colours and the sound because obviously they don't know what uh, colours particularly. They've got rough ideas at times because they've got more sort of incredible stuff they can do now when they find sort of not well, just fossilized exactly skin. they can do dad well describe it to me ex- extrapolate out of the in fact i saw something and it was it's not a fossil but it was skin but it wasn't fossilized skin but they so that, i mean we talk about the fact that in those films they take the dna because they the gaps they fill in with other things, and that's part of the problem. They're not that far from being able to, you know, we talked about mammoths in a, in another one where, where they were frozen, and obviously there's DNA there. You know, you're starting to get towards that sort of area. They they can see sort of maybe pigments within yeah. in those particular ones. So they can get a better idea. They talk about feathers now in a lot of these dinosaurs that, you know, they're very much... Uh, look like birds as well but they've, yeah. they've noticed and they've found when they've looked at them where the, where, where the feathers would have been but it you know 
it shows you they didn't know the colours of these particularly. I they think, didn't know um, the sound of them, but they've got to make it up. They've got to fill in all these gaps. Yeah, I think a lot of... Well, it's the same with the Velociraptor, though, and it's and its image has uh, been skewed by the films. I think when you look at the newer films, Jurassic World films, they are more accurate to what... Not necessarily... You are starting to get... Fevelous, yeah. but they are more accurate. So I would actually argue that most people nowadays think of, when they think of a Velociraptor, they probably think of the Jurassic World ones because they play a primary part in those films. Probably, but they would have been a lot littler than the ones that are in, in the film. They weren't that big. Velociraptors raptors weren't, that, yeah, weren't that big. Um, just as a slight aside, uh, for anybody that's thinking, well, I've seen the Jurassic Park film, Perhaps I will listen to the audio book or read the book. Um, one of the things that struck me about the Jurassic Park film was there's lots of films that have got kids in them. And most of the films at that time that had kids in them, the kids were the most annoying things ever. That film was one of the first ones where the kids were quite likeable and came across quite, and quite good actors and came across quite well. If you read the book, the girl in it, Lex... They've mixed them up because she's she's now the younger one. I would have fed her to one of the dinosaurs within moments if I had. She is the most irritating character I think I've ever read in a in a book. There you go, just a little insight. Right, into thanks. It. Back onto dinosaurs. Back onto dinosaurs. Sorry, I just thought I'd let you know. You know, so we there is. I suppose we are moving towards a time where. We can, you know, we clone things now. We can start doing things, whether you should do it or shouldn't do it. There's a lot. I think the the reality of Jurassic Park and the whole franchise does edge towards it being a possibility. And maybe this was the whole point of them saying in the first place, the film's coming out saying, playing God in a sense, um, is it that great of an idea? If you can do something, does it mean you You should should do do something? something, Um, like for example cloning you can clone something but should you clone something and that's where Um, science is uh, quite an aggressive thing at times because pushing forward sometimes like you say you can do it you suddenly discover a way of doing something but should you stop there ethically is it the right thing to do so you know it's and and we've talked about the fact of and I think even in those films I talk about bringing back um, sort of animals that were become extinct, not dinosaurs, but ones that are coming extinct perhaps because we've uh, played a big part in them becoming extinct. And yeah, a lot of the Tasmanian animals have gone extinct. I mean, we go into this. We spoke about the extinction yeah. episode as well, and I think we'll probably go into that quite a lot in that episode. Okay. Of bringing back things. Do you want a few facts? Um, no. Okay. No, actually, go ahead. The fastest dinosaur... Did, yeah, hang on, sorry. Did you know the fastest dinosaur could be the Struthiomimus? Struthiomimus. Yep, yeah, running up to 60 miles per hour. The dinosaur Compsognathus ran about 40 miles per hour. Yeah, a compi. And the Megalosaurus run about 30 miles per hour. Right. Oh, 60 miles an hour. Wow. The smallest dinosaur ever found was a bird-like creature weighing less than a tenth of an ounce. It was discovered in a in, inside a drop of amber, so weirdly something yeah. they use within those films. But um, 
where it had been preserved for 99 million years, but it was like tenth of an ounce. That's just... What's um, that in metric? Uh, it's, it's a tenth of an ounce. Um, I, can't, I can't do imperial. It's too stupid. It's Oculudenitavis, <laughs> uh, meaning eye-tooth bird. Anyway, did you know... Um, that the largest dinosaur was the Argentinosaurus, right? Where was that found? Um, I don't know, somewhere in uh, South America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Peru, I believe. Estimates of the dinosaur's length, based on projections of the size of the rest of the body using it, existing fo- fossils, range from 37 to 40 metres long. It'd be funny if it's actually just like a tiny little head. Yeah, and then it completely skews everything else yeah. I've looked at. It's thought to have weighed 90 to 100 metric tonnes. So, I mean, that length of it, that would have been 23 and a half Richard Attenboroughs. If you had them head to toe, 23 and a half Richard Attenboroughs, that would have been the length of this particular animal. So you're measuring things in Richard Attenborough because it's a dinosaur-themed Yeah, yeah, exactly, rather than David Attenborough. That's the way you have to do this. When it's dinosaurs. Biggest aquatic dinosaur? Shonisaurus sicanianis. And I really should uh, sort of practice You seem to be really trying to do an accent with it. Sicanianis. I don't think you need to do so much of an accent. I don't know about an accent. I'm not doing an accent. I'm trying to say it slowly. Anyway... Believed to be the largest sea dinosaur at 85 foot. The largest sea animal to exist during the age of the dinosaurs was an incredible 85 feet long and is believed to be the Shonisaurus sicaniensis. <laughs> anyway, other ones. Velociraptor, 24.8 miles per hour. Now, I don't know where they get this information from. I presume they look at the stride. I presume they look at fossils of yeah. They probably also look at um, muscle, like as in as in um, their their bone structure, because you can well, take compare a lot it from to a, something that exists already. So say yeah. something like an ostrich or something like that. Yeah, so things are structured in a certain way to be able to do certain things. Right, T Rex thirty miles per hour, big strides, big strides. Do you know it could swim really well? A T Rex. Yeah, but only um, only using the kicks. It couldn't do very good front court. Little doggy paddle. Yeah. They swim, apparently, they would swim like a crocodile. So they'd use the towel quite a lot to sort of undulate through the water. Like a baryonyx as well. Spinosaurus, which I thought was a made-up dinosaur because they'd just run out of dinosaurs, so they kept getting these bigger and bigger ones. It's got a spine. 15 miles per hour on land. Yeah, it's not very quick on land. No, though. in water it was much, much yeah. faster. It's essentially got a big old um, rudder. Yeah, it's got a big old rudder. Uh, quite an impressive one at that. So that's that's the end of my little, little dinosaur facts. You've got a favourite dinosaur? Uh, I don't know, really. I c- Weirdly, the velociraptors... Because of the films, I guess that I've, I've he's I've very quite... weird. What? Me? <laughs> I don't know. You just said weirdly, and I'm weird. Saying... Well, no, because we just said that it might not be particularly accurate. Um, I quite like the big 
sauropods, um, like a Brachiosaurus and things like that. They they're quite cool. Always as a kid, as I say, Stegosaurus and and things like that. It's it's. I find Stegosaurus quite. It's all right, but pretty basic nowadays. Pretty basic as a dinosaur. Yeah, pretty basic. How about oh. an Ankylosaurus? They're said to be able to defeat a T Rex because they're essentially just a tank. Right. Well, no, I, I Do mean. Do you remember what the Ankylosaurus is? I can't really think what an Ankylosaurus is. Big, um, big kind of armoured tortoise like thing with a oh, tail with almost with like, like a, a boulder on it. Yeah. So, yeah, I know those ones, yeah. Well, no, look, they've all. It's all very. Pachyosaurus? I don't or know. Or Pachyosaurus? That's the one that would um, headbutt things. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the Fallen Kingdom, it's the one that headbutts. Oh, yeah, the ones that headbutt things. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing, the variety. And I think that's what fascinates kids as well and, and adults, is the variety of these animals. And you and I guess, you know, we know that the animal kingdom, we've got all these different species. It's incredible. And, and we don't even scratch the surface of it when we talk about these things. But dinosaurs, having that... You know, you think of them being at one time, you think of them, but over those periods of years, as we've ascertained, all these different types, all this. And I'm quite, I must admit, I am quite interested in the aquatic ones as well. Because you, you hear all about the T-Rexes and everything else like that. But the aquatic ones, I didn't know a great deal about until I watched, I think it was Walking with Dinosaurs way back. They did, BBC done this, and yeah. it was quite clever the way they did that. Um but it was the aquatic one that I was quite interested in, these absolute, like, gigantic beasts. Vince, the Shiftless Velociraptor. Written by David Hardin. Performed by Father and Son. One day in the late Cretaceous period, a mummy Velociraptor sat on her freshly laid eggs and waited. Before long, two of her three eggs had hatched, but the third stayed intact. What a lazy Velociraptor you are, she said to the egg. Your brother and sister are already exploring, but you are too lazy to even join us in this the late Cretaceous period. Eventually the egg cracked and out popped Vince. He looked around the nest and sat down as his siblings rushed over to meet him. Hello there, Vince. I'm Victor and this is Valerie. Do you want to come and play? Vince looked at them with disdain. No thanks, he said. I'm quite happy sitting here. Victor and Valerie looked at each other and then headed off to continue to dismember an unspecified amphibian that they had found. Weeks passed and Vince still sat around the nest doing nothing. A couple of pteranodons landed in a tree above where Vince sat. Hello Vince, they said. We're off to poop on the Brachiosaurus down at the lake. Do you want to come? Vince shook his head. No thanks, I'm good he said with a lethargic slur, and the pterodons took flight, primed their bums and headed towards the lake. Vince was getting quite fat now and slept for long periods, only waking to eat the scraps his mother continued to bring him against her better judgement. As he was munching his way through a bucket of Gallimimus legs, 
two triceratops wandered by. Hi, Vince! They said. <laughs> We're off to take the mickey out of Tyrannosaurus. Little arms, do you fancy joining us? Vince barely looked up from the bucket, but mumbled, No, I won't, thanks. The triceratops looked at each other, and then they trotted away. Vince's mum shook her head at him. You really are the laziest velociraptor that's ever lived in this late Cretaceous period. Vince muttered something in reply and carried on eating. Just then, the sky started getting darker and darker, and there was some strange and there was a strange quiet across the valley. It was a huge asteroid, and it hit the ground with such force that all the dinosaurs were instantly wiped out, including Vince and his bucket. The moral of this story is. Don't put something off today, as may not be a tomorrow due to a huge asteroid landing on you and your bucket. The end. Woohoo! Hello. Hello. So, that, did you enjoy that story? Loved it. You Loved did? it very much so. Good, good, good. Oh, it's quite interesting, some of those accents there. Um, quite stereotypical, but we'll let that one go. Um, so, it, the moral of that story was, don't just sit around eating stuff and not doing anything. And just like Get recording out there, podcasts. Enjoy and- life. Go off and poop on things and... And and dismember things and things like that. And make fun of the Tyrannosaurus And, and make fun of people. Don't just sit eating stuff. We could all learn a, a lesson from that. Um, so next up, we've got a little feature in game time where we uh, are going to start to discuss, I think, a bit, bit Jurassic Park-esque. What sort of dinosaurs with hybrid dinosaurs or reinventing of dinosaurs that we would do and and you know what place they would play and what part they would play in in today's society but we i haven't written a sting this week uh but i've asked you i don't know if you want to warm up i've asked you to uh to to produce some sort of appropriate music for this particular one oh is that the is that one of the sounds you're going to use no that was me opening my little Kazoo case. The kazoo case. Oh, great. This is sounding good. So if you just, just like warm up for a little bit, I'll just... Uh, so, yeah, this is just a few little ideas we thought, you know. The idea, um, spoiler, at the end of Dominion, you might have dinosaurs alongside other animals. You know, how do they fit in society? What could be done to make it easier? Here we go. What, who, what are we doing? Oh, the sting. Sting. Oh. <laughs> Sting. Well live. done. Perform live. Perform live. It's the first thing we've ever performed live, isn't it? Is it? It is. Right. So. Left. What would we do? What new dinosaur hybrids? What new dinosaur, what old dinosaurs would we bring in and, and make them more palatable to people now? Well, I'm going to be honest. When it comes to the hybrid type things, I... I 
they did it with it never worked out in the films it didn't no it was always a, a even to the point where they hybrid hybridized hybridized is that hybridized yeah um they hybridized dinosaurs with frogs well they they plugged up their dna like they didn't have with frogs yeah yeah so they did that and it meant it wasn't that they could like breed. half t-rex half frog I mean they could breed oh that's horrible that's uh, velociraptor horrible. could um in the more recent films could because uh, they filled in the gaps could asexually reproduce and lay their own eggs yeah and i just think as not just that but you've got things like the i'm 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 drawing a blank now um well sure i mean what was the name of the dinosaur in jurassic world uh, what was the name of it? What the actual name of it? Blue. No, the big old bun. The Indominus Rex. Indominus Rex. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. And then there was another one in um, in Fallen Kingdom that had a bit more Velociraptor in it. Yeah, and that was called the Indoraptor. Was it? Yeah, I can't remember. So my point being is they weren't all that. So on my one leans towards more towards actual dinosaurs. Right. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, they've all got swords. <laughs> yeah. all so right. would you like to start or shall I do one to start off with? Uh, I think you might have gone down a different route to me. So you start first and we'll go from yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I'll start with um, I'll start with my, one of my top dinosaurs, actually. A Quetzal. Or a Quetzal cultless. Cultless. Never heard um, of that one. What's that like? Well, it was in Jurassic World Dominion. Was it? The first okay. one it came first time it came up in the films. Essentially a huge a pterosaur type uh, dinosaur. So like a pteranodon, oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. but huge. Yeah. Um my thought being is these these were massive. Uh at the moment we waste so much in petroleum to travel across the world via planes. So why not just have a huge bird? carry us mm-hmm. I also am a little bit like you, you wanted us to integrate them in society and I feel like you should just kind of let animals be animals um, but at the same time there are also animals that do have their uses such as dogs Dalmatians and stuff like that used in the fire brigades and stuff yeah, like that working, so they've got working animals, working animals. Um, we might be pushing it a little bit of some of these dinosaurs but that one I'm thinking travel around the world and also just have this huge thing in the sky wow imagine that shadow going over your house that would be quite frightening yeah as it picks up your horse not just your chihuahua your horse that would be I haven't even got a horse and that frightens yeah. me I'll tell you what though thinking about that you're out in the open you've got these huge birds going over the top of you alright what about when you're down in the tube what about when you're travelling in a city in the tube right how many times do people get injured Trying to get on and off tube trains. Not that often. How many? No, there's so many. Kind of oh, looked into it. It's so, it's so bad. Such a big. Problem. How many? Oh, thousands every day, and right. you know people just mess around in those places, and they have announcements and all the rest of it, but no one seems to take a blind bit of notice of anybody in authority anymore. What they might do, if you put a particular dinosaur down there. And this dinosaur is going to be renamed. It's going to be called Mind the Gaptor, right? Oh, right. It's going to be half You have gone down like a different route to me, haven't you? <laughs> it's, it's half Velociraptor, half platform attendant, right? So basically, no one's going to start messing about. No one's going to do it wrong. They're all going to take notice. 
because this thing's going to be stalking up and down the tube. Looks trail. like a velociraptor, yeah? Looks like a velociraptor. But got a little hat on. But it's got a little hat on, yeah, <laughs> and a whistle. Yeah. Yeah? Nice. Oh. I like it. Yeah. Um, I feel like my ones might edge towards trying to convince people to actually let dinosaurs exist. Well, I am. Yeah, but go on then, go on. Yeah, so, um, I'm thinking day-to-day life, you're sitting on the sofa, you're watching TV, you're... I can't find the remote anywhere. Where's it gone? Oh, it's sliding down the, between the cushions. Mm-hmm. Gone well. Now I can't bother to move the sofa, so I'm going to get my money out and I'm going to go buy a new TV remote. Reach in your pockets, grab your money. Oh, it's gone. Slip between the cushions. No way. All this stuff is slipping between the, your entire life. It's between um, two cushions. It's a, a metaphor few years for ago, life. A few years ago, you lost a pizza and also your um, actual television slipped down there at one point. Wow, you should as well as, down there. As well as your nan. And they're all down there still. Yeah. Um, so what you've got to do is you've got to get a compi or a compsognathus. Uh, I'm glad um, you can't pronounce it either. No, so... It's basically a compi. We're not a compi. Is little yep. tiny dinosaur. Little tiny little, dinosaur. Little, cute little, little tiny dinosaur. They're fine on their own, but once you get a lot of them, they yeah, start yeah, becoming yeah. an issue. A bit naughty. Um, they. I think they're first seen in Jurassic World. Jurassic Park Lost World, by the way. Mm-hmm. And they take the little girl on the beach. Um, trained to collect things, drop between cushions of sofas. So kind of ferrets. Not that ferrets particularly go and no, but, get things back for you, but, but better. <laughs> better than ferrets. Wow. Yeah. That's asking something, really. Because it's a dinosaur. That's the only thing that makes it better. No, I couldn't see that. That would be an advantage. Or even if the remote control is over the other side of the room and you can't be bothered to get it. If you had one, like a pet, though, you're talking about, almost like a pet. Yeah, but a a small group of them, but not too many, that they can overpower you. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. I'll tell you what annoys me. animals. Right? Is when you go to go into somewhere and it's a bit higher up than you are, right? And, um, you know, especially as a postman as well, it's quite irritating having to walk up concrete steps to get to things, right? So I give you a a Tyrannosaurus steps, right? A a Tyrannosaurus steps? A Tyrannosaurus steps. Right. Like a Tyrannosaurus Rex, but it's steps instead of Rex. Right. right. So it, basically... Triceratops steps. No, no, it's a completely different <laughs> one. Right. So you basically, you park it up wherever you want it. Park it. And it makes... Because we all know that a Tyrannosaurus got that zigzag sort of thing on the back of it. They and don't. It look like steps. And <laughs> you can walk up there and it's miles more interesting than anything else. And just, I think it'll be much, great fun for postmen, kids alike. It's the way to go. Interesting, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you go to, you go to the zoo. I do. And there, you go to get your face painted. Oh, I do. And it's just some ugly looking teenager that's going to paint your face. Blimey, that's a bit. It's a circus and there's just like this old woman that's going to paint your face okay you go basically face painting is it's fun getting your face painted but you've got to stare at that person for quite some time so they've got to be interesting and they've got to be awesome and they've got to so i was thinking dinosaur with nice little cool hands iguanodon being trained as a face paint artist 
What what's what's an iguanodon's hands like then that makes them particularly like hands? Ooh, wow! Did you That's hear that rumble? He loves yeah. a noise. Put yeah, they've got the table. proper hands. Well, kind of, yeah. And can they do the range though? Because what well, they're what quite tall, me, so they can do very tall people as well. What irritates me if you go and see them if when they've only got two things they can actually do, like a Spider Man or a Tiger, or like you had once, Tiger Man, Tiger Man, <laughs> because Half you had a bit of both. <laughs> That was excellent. I think I've still got that photo somewhere. Who, Becky did that, didn't she? Oh, did she? I thought yeah. that was someone else who'd actually done it. No, no, no. We, all pa- we all painted each I'd other's faces. I'd be much it's... happier going to an Iguanodon to get my face painted. Because as yeah, an, exactly. As an adult. They'd make more money. Yeah, but as an adult, I always feel a bit awkward. Especially See? as I haven't got kids now. Like, you're all grown up. Whereas if it was something like that, I wouldn't be so bothered. Right. You've heard of Triceratops, Right. Yeah. Bit big, aren't they? People like a pet, but triceratops are massive sort of animals. So I'll give you triceratops. Right, they're just the opposite to that. They're little pet. You get these pet dogs now. Like these, baby triceratops. Well, they are, but they're bred to be miniature. The selective breeding. So like breeding. miniature pets. Yeah. So basically, they'll be very, very tiny, and you'll be able to fit them into your handbag or your man bag. Like the size of a beagle. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But not a beagle. Far more interesting. I love beagles, don't get me wrong, but far more interesting than that. So, you know, you could... Like a hairless cat. A hairless cat with three horns. I think I've sold it with just that statement. Yep, I think you have. (laughs) So, I'm looking around the room and thinking, right, I need to... um, My bulb's gone. My light bulb's gone. Has it? No, it hasn't. But oh. <laughs> imagine if it had. It is quite dark in here. It'd be it is because the light's not on. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but actually, no, one of them is gone, actually, Dad. So this will come perfect. Mm. Come in perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Go on in. So, but we've got quite tall ceilings, haven't we? We have. We can't really reach them. No. Um, and there's a lot of other things that are really high up that just would be handy. You're going to have to get a ladder to do that. Bulb, unless we balance on the edge of the bed, mm. um, I wouldn't do that. Or stand in this spinning chair. Yeah, not not advisable. Either. No, exactly. So you go and get your mate, the baryonics. Barrio. Baryonics. All right. Okay. Yeah. What's that like? What does that look like? Do you remember Jurassic World? Oh wow! We keep coming back. Right. Okay. Jurassic World. Do you know uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom? Yeah. When it appears in that tunnel and the lava's coming through. Oh, I know. It looks yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit like a mixture between like an alligator. Yeah, they think it's a T-Rex and it's not, but it's just as bad because it's going after them. Yeah. Barrel okay. is quite terrifying. Um, I don't think it's T-Rex. Oh, no, yeah. He kind of goes, I, think I, I hope, think, that's I hope not it's the not T-Rex. Rex, is it? And he said, no, it's not, but it don't make any. Yeah. Right, so how would that help on, on particularly with the bulbs? Then? They're quite tall. Right, good, yeah. And they've got longer arms than the T-Rex. Okay, cool. That's good. So and they would have fit a T-Rex in this room. No, you wouldn't, would you? Not unless it was laying down. And even then you wouldn't. No. No, you wouldn't be able to reach, would it? The only other one I've got is there's an actual dinosaur called an Allosaurus. Yeah. Right? I know an Allosaurus. They hunt in packs. Right. So what I'd have them is I'd have them at the front of supermarkets. Right. To greet people. But in a pack. Yeah, a load of them, right? So they'd all be at the front of a, uh, of a supermarket or hype store or whatever, some big DIY store on that, um, to greet people, say hello to them. 
And then it's a very American thing that. And then they can actually help out with other things like taking loading up their bags of groceries and taking them to the car, which is very American. I think late, late loading up the bags might be a bit difficult for them because again they're similar to uh, T Rex in the fact they've not got very big arms. Yeah, but there's be a few of them, so they can between them they can help out. Just like this. Yeah. Oh, I keep knocking. Can the you thing. not keep doing that? But like just grab things and then between them they just kind of pass it to each other they can use their mouths um I thought you had five uh yeah I thought I had as well but I haven't that was four was it I can't yeah. count it either can I no so I've got one more go on the terror bird right actually did you start no you, no I started the terror bird yes do you remember the terror bird yeah it's a big bird big bird like thing lots of feathers Massive, massive claws. Yeah. 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 Um, also known as the Forosakids. I like Terror Bird, really. Yeah, Terror Bird's better. Um, lays really good eggs. Lays re- really good eggs? Yeah. Good for omelettes. Oh, why? How big? Like ostrich eggs? Bigger. Bigger? Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. You're very far away from your mic. Just like oh, that. am I? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know how that's happened, then, because I've been pretty much in the same position all the way through. <laughs> I was just gobsmacked like by the omelette bit. Hello, uh, I'm going to record the rest hello, of the episode. Hello, I'm going to play the kazoo over here. This is me over here. Um, yeah, no, Rachel, well, I don't... Keep the noise down. I don't like omelettes. Do they... Can you have them as fried, fried eggs? eggs? Yeah. yeah, big fried egg. Big fried egg. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's a good use for them as well, isn't it? Big eggs. A lot of them lay big eggs, don't they, I suppose? Yeah, but this one actually looks like a bird, and it's got a terror bird. Oh, right, so it's gonna, you ain't going to feel it's so awkward terrible about eggs. Yeah. All right, nice one. Opposite to terrible eggs, it's great eggs. Okay, so it's a clever twist on the name. Yeah, but not planned. Yeah, that don't way. throw that down on there again. Just lightly place Well, there you go. I think, that's, uh, I think in the scheme of things, you know, it could happen. It, they could come back, and if they come back, I think we've got a sort of accept them try and become part of their world and i think equally they need to become part of ours so there's some good suggestions there yeah anyway this yep. episode's been a very long one. Oh, is it yeah oh god it really oh god it oh god it oh god it all right so um there's just a couple of things i want to say first of all is uh we have got a website. It's yeah. available. You can send us messages on there. Uh, you can send us questions, suggestions, comments and complaints. That can all be done on there and we will read them on the podcast or essentially you can also just message them on there and you, we don't have to read them if you just want to say something else. Uh, great place. Also, there's a store on there. You can access it and you can buy stuff and help support the podcast keeps going. Otherwise, it's just adverts and stuff and it's a bit harder for us to make up some of that things that we spent on it because we do run into a loss. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Like and follow us on there there share us as well um all our episodes are available on our website or also on your chosen podcast platform but you can also uh, rate them on your chosen podcast platform That'd be good. as well um and i think that's it okay then i'm gonna say goodbye goodbye like that yeah i think you might have roared no all right too predictable bye <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.